What's up, dudes? What's up, dudes? What's up, dudes? What's going on? What I think we've got a fourth up, what's dudes? up, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. What's yes, up, dudes? Keaton. He's back. Keaton's back. Third I'm year back. in a row. I'm Welcome back, back to I'm the Incredible to Fantasy Football Podcast. It's a, it's a crowd pleaser. Every 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 time that we've got Keaton on as a guest host, and uh, it should make for a fun early season podcast. Welcome to the show. Mm. Thank you, thank you for so much for having me. I uh, look forward to seeing your face. A little bit of a logistics too. I think you might have some microphone issues here too, buddy. Is it me or Keaton? <laughs> <laughs> I can't hear a damn thing Keaton's saying. Keaton has turned into a robot live yeah, on the podcast. <laughs> we lost Keaton. <laughs> something wrong. Yeah, your 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 mic is all laggy, man. What very, happened? Very you did like a Echo-y. whole auto tune thing, and then it uh, delayed for like a good thirty. It's like he seconds. ran out of internet. <laughs> Keaton, are you on the Wi-Fi? <laughs> no, bro. Let's, let's give that a shot here. I feel like that's podcast one hundred and one. <laughs> In his defense, he did show up my house. Show up at my house. <laughs> Surprising. Yeah, nobody. Yeah, this is the best launch we've ever had in my life. But can I just point attention to the Full House theme, San Francisco Giants Thursday Night Football thing going on right now? It's incredible. Yeah. I'm regretting not going over to uh, to the house tonight to to hang out with Keaton in person. But it's not too late. This, this virtual chat, we get it working right, and uh, we have a fun night. I, th- I think okay. we're probably back on now. Are we okay. back on now? I, you're, you're on time for me, so that's that's better than we were before. Now, Garrett, I think uh, we also have some echo issues here. I think you both need to whisper all night. No. Uh, can you handle that? Sweet wow, nothings. it's tough here. <laughs> Sorry, we're so picky. Is there like a motorcycle helmet or something I could throw on? I mean, do you need to look any cooler than you already do? <laughs> You're right. What am I thinking? <laughs> We're going to be okay here. All right. I think, let's I think we figured it out. Let's roll with the pod. Uh, hopefully we don't have any more issues, but uh, <laughs> should we start getting into some uh, some things we saw this week? Some uh, our puff puff pieces and waiver reaction? Let's Never do it. Ready. All right. Um, I, <laughs> I've been going back and forth all day if I want to try to say this, this tweet and, and follow up, but this was a funny one I saw this week. I was not expecting Tua's middle name to just be Donnie. His name is his name is Tua Donnie Tagovailoa. Um, that has to be short for Donald, right? <laughs> it has to be. It's a law. His full name, if if you don't know Tua's actual full first name, it's Tua Ningamalun Olepole Donnie Tagovailoa. How long have you been practicing that today? Uh, I, I, I did not – I didn't even want to try, but I, I went for it. I got about 80%. I'll take it. Um, you sound like a real Islander when you say that. Thank you so much, you know. Wait, that was Jamaican. That's wrong. Yeah. Well, see, I backed out halfway. I started Jamaican, and then I was like, nope, don't, don't do it, Zach. Um, I'm moving on to the next tweet. This one was awesome. It was the official Bucks Twitter. And then it said, did y'all hear the new at Drake album drop soon? And Baker, Godwin, and Rashad White in their postgame interviews with the press, they kept slipping in song titles of Drake. Baker got eight of them. Godwin got three and Rashad White got six. 
has been wow. wild. That's incredible. <laughs> what? Oh yeah. my gosh. I need to be getting this on my it. feed. Dang. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll tweet that out. Please do. Um, and then the last headline, uh, or whatever, Braden sent it to us the, earlier this week, but Jared Goff, he faked this shovel pass and then going into like a passing motion so well that he got lit up for a huge sack, but he didn't have the ball. And it's like a super late hit on the quarterback, and then he just jumps over his body and sellies. <laughs> He's like, there's two flags behind him. It's like, obviously, it's 15 yards for... For Detroit, but just smoked him, <laughs> destroyed him. <laughs> just full celebration. I love that. <laughs> you gotta see it. Um. All right. Well, uh, on to sadder news. Some of the things that happened in the last week. Nick Chubb Monday night out for season, destroyed his leg in a in a gruesome injury. Um, any reactions to that, boys? I feel awful for the guy. Feel so much worse for my give me some league. Uh, <laughs> sounds I terrible. I mostly feel but... bad for Garrett. That's how I feel. Is I just feel bad for Garrett. That sucks. And Nick, Nick Chubb. Sorry, as well as Nick Chubb. I love Nick Chubb. Of course, Nick Chubb. Um, did Who you guys see the? Uh, did you guys see the Schefter tweet where he led with all of the tears that he had from 2015? No. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> He led with uh, Nick Chubb tore his LCL, PCL, ACL, MCL in the same knee in 2015. <laughs> Let's see how he bounces back from this. And Twitter, <laughs> I didn't see that. <laughs> Twitter went bonkers on him about it, um, just talking about how he could have just led with in 2015, but instead he decided to deceive people for clicks. Yeah. Wow. Best in the game at it. <laughs> Best in the game. I mean, I do love my Schefter off-season stuff, but that that's a little distasteful. Um, other injuries, Trayvon Diggs, ACL, uh, out for season. He's the Dallas Cowboys cornerback. That's going to really hurt Keaton's Dallas defense for fantasy this year. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you've seen that defense. Trayvon Diggs is the one player I was worried about giving up touchdowns. So um, I, I, feel, I feel bad for him, even though he's a Cowboy. Um, but yeah, I think he'll be he'll he'll bounce back, right? Corners can come back from ACLs, you would hope. Maybe. We'll see. Um, and then other injuries that happened last week, Saquon Barkley, David Montgomery, Jamal Williams, all out for a couple of weeks with you know, potentially a couple of weeks, one to four with uh some ankle thigh and hamstring injuries. And then we've got some uh some people that are uh not practicing, some injuries leading into this fantasy week that might affect a few matchups. So I'm going to read off some guys that uh, are iffy to go at best and uh, let me know if you got any reactions, how, how the matchups go. But Jalen Waddle, he's uh, two DMPs with a concussion, likely out this week. Anthony Richardson's in concussion protocol. We got Justice Hill. Um, he's out there, two DMPs this week. Mari Cooper, Amon Ra, Josh Reynolds, um, all questionable. Aaron Jones, Christian Watson, Zay Jones, Austin Eckler, Dawson Knox, uh, and Kadarius Tony. A lot of players. Yeah, these are all fantasy relevant guys. People were dropping like flies at one point on red zone. I was like, "Geez." Yeah, the uh, the Jalen Waddle and Anthony Richardson ones I think are really interesting. Just from like Anthony Richardson kind of subbed himself out, and, and Jalen Waddle was in a similar situation, like a like a precautionary move. So 
it's interesting to see how how they'll handle that, especially so early in the season. Yeah. Christian Watson had a limited practice Wednesday and then it didn't practice Thursday. That, yeah, what that makes me so here? nervous. <laughs> Is he out in another like, four weeks? Like, yeah, so that's, mysterious that's, in Green that's Bay. tough to see with that with a hamstring injury too. I mean, apparently that's just not a good sign. Apparently, he did come out and say that it was just the amount of reps, but you just never know with these players or these teams if it's actually true. But he did say, I did see that a little bit ago because I'm a, I'm a Watson owner. I was definitely uh, curious about it, and I saw that come out at least. So we'll see. I'm not going to elaborate, and it almost sounded like you said you're an Emma Watson owner. <laughs> <laughs> I almost, no, I mean, I, I wouldn't wish that either. I almost said I wish, but no, that would be weird. <laughs> that would be, be very odd, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's listed as wide receiver, one million four hundred thousand uh, in fantasy. Now, the one guy I wanted to point out here, uh, I think I I want to make a bet this week, or or just a bold prediction. Let's do it. Make um, it but yeah, let's do it. What do you got? I think I think that this is a big breakout week for Dalton Kincaid, rookie tight end for the Buffalo Bills. If Dawson Knox misses time. I mean, they've been running so many two tight end sets this year, and Knox has been getting some good usage. He just hasn't gotten in the, the end zone yet. But I I would say 100% locked in a touchdown for Kincaid this week. Whoa. Man, I'd love to hear that. I uh, Zach, you dropped him this week in fantasy. I, mm-hmm. I was very happy to pick him up for $3. Uh, I, I should have spent a lot more, to be honest, but... No one else uh, bid a dollar. No one else bid, so I was, I was happy with it. Got my guy. Yeah, I definitely thought about it, but I decided to stick with the guys on my bench, so we'll see where that goes. But I think that's a great pickup. It's as much of a lottery pick as any, right? But this week especially, like you said, with Dawson Knox potentially out, that's going to be huge. Wait, Garrett, you weren't happy with your David and Joku as a tight end? Dude, David and Joku is so terrible. That offense is going to be so balance. bad. They're going to be way worse without Nick Chubb. Uh, it's not an offense I want any part of <laughs> at all. Now, speaking of Nick Chubb, Jerome Ford is the darling of waivers this week. For the first time in the Gimme Some League history, all 10 teams bid on trying to add a player. Wow. Um, Jerome a, Ford, wow. he uh, he ended up going to Justin for 92 out of his $100 budget. <laughs> Insane. <laughs> and Kareem Hunt gets picked up that day. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know that it would for a dollar. I don't know if it would have lowered his value that much, uh, but ninety two dollars was quite high. Um, I, I threw my remaining fab on him, um, thinking that hey, I had a shot at fifty four. Um, Zach <laughs> outbid me by one, knowing what I was going to bid on Jerome Ford. Um, yep. But yeah, it was uh, there were some pretty high bids there. And then, Zach, I was going to do 57 too above Garrett because I knew you'd at least go one over him, but I knew you'd be very particular about your amounts and not overspend, so you go one yep. over Garrett. But then That's I actually it. ended up backing off a little bit because I saw his schedule and, you know. Um, Same. Yeah. I don't like him. I don't want to start him this week if I got him. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's a tough start this week. And then, I mean, even like a, a Zach Moss, which we might get into later, tough start. They just got tough matchups. Mm-hmm. But and a if, lot of people like, lost running backs, so I think that's what plays into it a lot. Well, you almost have to though, because these <laughs> the running backs this year are terrible. Yeah, like, they're either underperforming or there isn't any because they're all hurt. It's crazy. Yeah, just moves the value of those top guys even higher. Uh, I've got McCaffrey. Braden's got 
uh, Bijan. I, I feel like our teams are gonna be going to far this year, buddy. We're going to be the last two running backs standing, apparently. That's the plan. <laughs> if, if they are, I'll see you in the championship. Um, I wanted to highlight uh, some trades that went off uh, this last week in both uh, an important uh, – well, the Shea Dynasty League and then the most important league of all, the Digital Football League. Um <laughs> My wife, the reigning champ in this league, traded with uh, Matt Waldron, the last place team from last year and last place this year. He doesn't check his his thing at all. They traded uh, Tyler Higby for Antonio Gibson this week. That is, a, that is a disgusting trade for, for both sides. <laughs> <laughs> I think both teams it's, got worse. It's absolutely shock, <laughs> shocking to me. Um, Zach, did you have any input on this trade or did Maya do this completely without your help? Absolutely. I guided her. Uh, she said she wanted to do a trade with Matt. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I said that he needs running backs and you need a backup tight end. So just trade your two worst players and you'll be happy. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> win, win, lose, lose. <laughs> Doesn't really matter, I guess. I feel like yeah. the listeners lost by us talking about this. That's <laughs> Absolutely <weird>. not. Absolutely <laughs> not. Um, I guess... Uh, Keaton, did you want to give any any thoughts on your trade last week with Justin Ross uh, to Justin for a 20, 26 second and $25 in fab? Yeah, it was a, well, it was a monumental trade for one. First fab trade in, in league history. Um, could be the only one of all time, honestly, at this point. Is this um, verified? Is this... <laughs> no, I, I, traded, I traded fab last year, but that's oh. fine. Oh, well, I was somebody said it in the chat and I took You're the it first over $100 in a season. There, yes, yes. There yes. we go. Yes, there, there we go. That's exactly it. Um, yeah, I mean there were some there were some other trades on the backside of this. I'm not going to get into it with somebody who's on this line, but um, you know, there were some disappointing parts that came out of it, but overall, I mean, great value for Justin Ross, who great value. I, who I do <laughs> genuinely value. I do really like him as a prospect, but um, I, I will, I will gladly wait until 2026 to cash in the, uh, the flyer on that. Um, yeah, I mean, it was good. And then 25 bucks. I mean, I probably could have gone crazy on Jerome Ford if I really wanted to, but, um, overall just giving me some, some leverage here to try and make some moves here as we continue. I mean, Keaton, that, that that's a good trade for you. Still small trade here in the grand scheme of things uh just a quick plug in my trade of last year that included fab was russell wilson for one dollar but we, <laughs> we, we can continue with the next trade you that stole actually happened that this dollar, week. you stole that dollar um all right and then i'm not going to even comment but eli and, and jesse made a trade of uh raheem mostert for a 2026 20, second basically i mean and some trash um, on to our budding stars, guys. Let's get into talk of week three of the NFL. We got a lot to discuss, and uh, we're going to start out here with our, our guys that we think are, you know, waiver stashes, guys that are owned in less than 50% of leagues and 25% of leagues that uh, we each like to add to your roster. Um, I, let's try to be quick with this one, but I think we, we are, we've got some good names here to stash. So, Garris, start us off with your guy owned in less than 50% of leagues. I'm doing Josh Reynolds. I mean, He's, he's come off on a hot start this season. That wide receiver two job is up for grabs in Detroit. It's an offense that's going to put up points. Amon I Ross, I, questionable. Amon Ross, questionable. I could see, see Josh Reynolds holding on to the number two job all year, too. So, wow. I mean, that's, that's, a number, that's, a, that's a good person to have in a high-scoring offense. So, 
Why not? All right. Braden, who's your uh, less than 50% on stash? Yeah, you know, it's not someone I think is particularly a league winner, but I was just surprised that he was at less than 50% owned. That's 2-2 Atwell. I mean, the guy has been on fire getting deep shots from Stafford. Stafford looks good. So I just think he's someone that you should have at the end of your roster. You know, he was a second-round pick, and he's young. He's a burner. So, you know, something could happen there. But, yeah, I just think that it's criminal that he's less than 50% owned. Yeah, it's off to a really good start. Keaton, hit us with your guy owned in less than 50% of leagues. Yeah, um, Jalen Warren, Jalen Warren um, is the better running back in Pittsburgh right now. If you've watched these first two weeks, I think he's catching the ball better. He looks more explosive. Um, the offense looks to be stalling out um, in these last two games. Now they've played some decent defenses, but I just think the way that the NFL is moving and, and what the running back position is expected to do, he's more in line with that, and I think he's – got some genuine upside to to potentially lead that offense or at least be a 50-50 guy in the Steelers offense to have on have stash on your bench. Absolutely a buy target. Absolutely. Um, and then my guy, he's he hasn't been he hasn't been under this threshold yet, but people are getting impatient. It's Zach Charbonnet, Seattle running back. Um the the hype for Charbonnet all offseason just kept growing and growing. And now we're two games into the season and he hasn't really had much work. But that's kind of how it is with rookie running backs. You know, Kenneth Walker didn't break out till Rashad Penny got injured last year in like week five or six, and then he won people leagues. So the same thing could kind of happen with Charbonnet. He could just kind of keep taking over as the season goes on. And if, if Kenneth Walker goes down at, at all, I mean, sky's the limit for him. So I, I would not be dropping him yet. This is a, a six-week hold at least. Agreed. Um, all right, Garrett, deep stash, quick name. Uh, who are you going with this week? For the same reason you said Charbonnet, I'm going with Kendra Miller. I mean, he's actually got the job this week, it sounds like, if he goes. Um, yeah, I mean, take a shot. I agree wholeheartedly. Braden, who's your uh, guy in less than 25% of leagues? Yeah, um, you know, everyone is pretty RB starved at the moment. It's been rough out there. And I think, you know, we've seen Craig Reynolds. This, this is my guy, Craig Reynolds. Um, we've seen him in the past. Lions just love the guy. He's actually a really good runner. And I think he's going to plug in, be a David Montgomery light um, while David Montgomery is out. So definitely worth a pickup. And uh, Keaton, who's, who's your deep stash? Yeah. Yeah, when I think deep stash, I think uh, somebody who's going to pop a little later on. And I got Jameson Williams down. Um, we still got three. We still got four games to go on the suspension, which is certainly a heavy amount of time to stash somebody on there. But when we talk about Josh Reynolds and we talk about Amon Ra, Jameson Williams is drafted to be the number one guy in Detroit. And I think they are going to have to make – they're going to have to get him the ball um, as he comes back. So that's a guy I'm, I got my eyes on, somebody I want to – I want to try and leverage here in the back half of the season. Yeah, it was only a matter of time until his name got got brought up. It'll be interesting to see when teams actually start adding Jamison Williams to their bench. My guy, mm-hmm. Tank Dell, rookie wide receiver for Houston. He's been showing up this year. He's been getting uh, increased target shares, increased snap percentages. He had a, a solid, you know, nine catch week last week. And uh, I think Tank Dell is a potential breakout. Like, the ceilings there where he could become an every week starter for your team. I mean, he's obviously not there yet. Nico Collins has been looking good. Somehow that Houston passing offense is looking pretty good. So um, I think tank Dell is just a guy you got to stash if you have the, the spot, but 
Um, that's it for our, our budding stars, our stashes of the week. Um, I think it's it's time to get into the the one that's gonna maybe cause some controversy this week. A little little trade talk, a little value check on players. We're uh, let's get into who's higher. All right, I'll start it off. Let's do okay. Kyron, Kyron Williams. Kyron Williams. I mean, especially with the Cam Cam Akers trade now. I mean, it sounds like this is their guy. I mean, if if Cam Akers sitting last week wasn't enough for you, I mean, here's the evidence. It's like they're handing this guy the ball. Um, they're going to give him the ball. I, I think he's a top 10, 12 back the rest of the season pretty easily. Um, wow, I'm curious. Could you get like... Would you, would you want to go with maybe the more consistent score each week? And I don't even know, like a, a mix-in or a, or a Ramondre? I mean, I'd probably rather honest, have Kyron. I'd probably rather have Kyron too. So I think that's that's where you start. And then you try to maybe even upgrade a little bit at, at wide receiver, at receiver or, as well. Or tight end if you think you've, you can find a more consistent one. Yeah. I, I do think you'll be able to find some skeptics out there oh, because Raiden, I can't hear you. What was that? Oh, whoops. No, you can talk again. It came back. Oh, okay, good. Um, no, I do think that you could find a skeptic owner that's like, "Hey, I got this gem off the waiver wire. Doesn't trust Sean McVay's RB usage because he has been erratic in the past." And you might be able to get him. You know, I think there's skeptics out there. I'm one of them, honestly. I think I could see in the future, you know, Kyron not being super efficient, and maybe Zach Evans getting some run. We've seen how erratic. I mean, remember when Sony Michelle just started randomly out of the blue for Cam Akers? Obviously, they hated Cam Akers, but still, you know, he's had that history of being erratic. So you might be able to get, you know, you might be able to get that done. You know, a Ramondre for Kyron to a Kyron skeptic. I mean, I, I would honestly take that and run personally. But his receiving work has been great, though. So it it, it is a gamble. Keith, sure. where are you at on this? Yeah, I I mean. I'm a, and I've been a longtime Cam Akers stand, so I know that that imp- impacts my bias. But um, I thought Cam Akers was a more talented running back than Kyron Williams. The biggest challenge with him is just was inconsistency, and and we've already kind of talked about it. I, the Rams' offense, um, ever since winning the Super Bowl, has been kind of erratic, and different guys kind of pop up. And Tyler Higby looked like tight end two or three at one point last year. And obviously like Puka and and Tutu look really good right now, but you can see that changing over time. So he's a guy that I think capitalize on his production here in the first couple of weeks, go get a more, um, a solid start um, and, and give yourself a a little more little safety on the floor. And again, upgrade at the tight end or wide receiver position as well. Okay. Um, Would you rather have Josh Jacobs or Kyron Williams? Well, <laughs> everyone, just a quick, quick answer. <laughs> okay. I'd rather have Kyron. I'd rather have Jacobs. Uh, I'd rather have Jacobs. I'd I can't believe Kyron. we're here. <laughs> I can't believe we're here. That's crazy. Like, yeah, I think but that I the here. ceiling <laughs> is there and the, the, the actual production's there that like that's that's the type of move you could make if you want. Um, two other guys in a similar bucket. I think maybe we can lump all three together here quick, but Kyron Williams, Brian Robinson, and Raheem Mostert. They're all three running backs that were basically undrafted um, that are dominating through two weeks in fantasy. Um, all of us seem like we're trying to figure out a sell high here situation. So what uh, what team like that's desperate for a running back? What could you 
what could you get for these two guys? I think the I think the starting point's the same. I think Ramondre and Mixon are are where you should start with Brian Robinson. I, I, I rank them pretty closely. I think they're along with Kyron are all fifth, top fifteen backs for us to season. Um I I'd maybe go I'd I'd rather have Kyron than Brian. Yeah, I think uh, Kyron's a, a clear tear yeah, up just with the passing work. For sure. But I'm trying. I'm trying to think of a of a running back you could even do. What about a wide receiver? Chris Olave. Oof! I wouldn't give up Chris Olave yet. That's it's no. too much. I think you could go. <laughs> That's my type of trade right there. No, yeah. um... <laughs> absolutely is. <laughs> Dude, Brian Robinson has more points than Justin Jefferson. Here, I think it's a fair trade, guys. <laughs> That's never it. Never it. <laughs> we got close, Zach, on a trade this year. Just how about you calm down? We've gotten closer ever this year than ever. It um, is closer this year than ever before. I know. I, I wasn't that far away from you either, Keaton. Me and Keaton had a moment, too. This is so weird. <laughs> <laughs> Still no trade. He's active in trade talks, though. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. No matter what happens, I will be the enemy. That's how it'll come out, no matter what. So it's okay. It's just, you don't. You that. don't accept the trade unless unless it makes you the enemy. <laughs> unless I win. That's not what goes. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, I'm kidding. Um, back to the point. Back to the point. Um, I, I don't. Th- I think. I think Kyron has the upside, but I think you think of Raheem. You think of Brian Robinson. I'm probably looking more in that wide receiver two range right now until the the workload is proven for a little bit longer. So I think Drake London. I think Debo Samuel. That's probably more where I'm at with those guys right now. Um, but obviously, as the weeks go on, like there's there's a chance that they continue to pop. What about Garrett Wilson? Okay. That's a risky uh, reward right there. I hate Zach Wilson so much. He's so terrible, <laughs> right? I took him in Dynasty over Jalen Hurts. You know how like that that keeps me up at night. But I understandable move at the time, though. It wasn't. <laughs> I don't forgive myself. And I Jalen Hurts well. was an eagle. He should he should have had faith in his guy. Garrett, stop! I know <laughs> what I've done in my life. <laughs> Um, I will say just to throw in a little bit of a side on Raheem Mostert, I think Brian Robinson holds a little more value right now because people are very skeptical of the age of Mostert and if he's going to hold up plus a future Jeff Wilson. So I do think he's a tier below Brian Robinson. Um, you know, so I'll just say like, honestly, for me as a Raheem Mostert owner, I'm probably going to end up just holding on to him because I don't feel like I can get fair value for the kind of production he's getting right now. Um, you know, just my two cents. Yeah. I, th- I think that, um, let let's move on to this wide receiver that is potential rising sell high. I think he's still way under the radar. People don't realize how good he's been doing, but uh, I think Braden, you put this guy down, Nico Collins. Um, How do you feel about his value right now? Yeah. You know, I put him down because, you know, I never thought I'd be here where I'm picking a rookie quarterback focused wide receiver with a bunch of potential weapons and, and, you know, like a rookie on the squad, everything non-established, but I still think you can get some skeptics that don't believe, you know, realize how much he's ascended. And surprisingly, CJ Stroud's thrown a lot and he's thrown pretty well, at least getting it to the guys that he needs to. So I think it's real, but I think you can get him for a fair price. Like go to a, a you know, a running back starved team and maybe offer like a Raheem Mostert. That might be a good example of a wide receiver you can get if you believe in the talent. But I wanted to get your guys' take. What are you thinking? You know, what do you think is a fair price? Dude, he's he's getting up there. I mean, he's he's uh 
he's 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 playing really well. I mean, would, you got to look at him. Would you rather as, have uh, Raheem Mostert or Nico Collins rest of the season? Nico, it's not that to me is not close. The other guy's yeah. quick. Yeah, Nico. I, I, I'd rather have Nico in that situation. Nico rest the Rated. season, but remember, Mostert put up twenty five points in it last week, so it's really nice right now. <laughs> That's for and sure. How how about this name? He's he's. I wanted to talk about him later, but may, maybe here, Alexander Madison or Nico Collins. Who would you rather have? <laughs> Nico, Nico Collins by, <laughs> so, by <laughs> a million, so fast. Wow. The disbelief. Um. All right. I guess. Uh, Braden, or uh, no, I want I want Keaton's opinion on on Nico Collins here. Yeah, I I think he's I I think he's great. I mean, I had him in dynasty and I dropped him as a as kind of a bench cut, which was a, a tough move looking back on it now. I do think, and I know I've obviously got him stashed away, but John Mechie is it has to get reps at some point. Like you don't spend second round picks on guys like that. But uh, for this year specifically with CJ Stroud, he obviously has rapport. I think he's going to be a top 25 wide receiver at the end of the season, just based on sheer volume. All right. Another name for everyone, Kenneth Walker or Nico Collins. Nico Collins. I would stick (laughs) with Walker personally, just because of uh, running backs are scarce right now. He's getting all the work. Uh, man, I, I, I was going to say Nico, but I, I, yeah, it's Nico. I'd rather have Nico. I, I'm Kenneth Walker. I think Braden and I, we're, we're running back minded this year and you guys are, are wide receiver focused. Um, okay. Well, I, I let, let's maybe shift this conversation to the, the falling, the buy low guys, the targets, um, or the, the get rid of them, the dump offs. Um, Garrett, who's, who's the guy that you wanted to talk about? Um, I mean, I only picked him because he's on the list, and he pro- probably shouldn't be on the list, but he is because he did have a bad week and saw Christian Kirk do well, but it's Calvin Ridley. Um, I mean, dude's going to be a stud. That offense is going to be good. I, 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 the Chiefs have been surprisingly good here the last, whatever, two weeks it was. Um, so I, I, I don't know. I, 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 like, I like Ridley still moving forward. I think he's still a wide receiver one. I'd definitely rather have him over Nico Collins, if that's the comparison. Um, and yeah, I, I think if you can get him low from anybody for any price lower than a wide receiver one, you're, you're doing it in an instant. Mm. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that. I think he's I think he's set up to have a good year. Um, again, Trevor Lawrence looks like the real deal. So with great quarterback play comes great wide receiver play. Would you guys rather have Debo or Calvin Ridley? Calvin Ridley. I'd rather yeah. have Calvin Ridley. Yeah, I'd probably go Calvin Ridley. Except for T- those weeks. Except for those weeks when Debo goes for forty. What yeah. about T. Higgins or or Calvin Ridley? I'd rather go Ridley. I'd probably go Ridley. I think I'd go Ridley in redraft. I think I'd go T in Dynasty uh, in for Dynasty. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I will say um, I, I might do lean think T no there. I, oh yeah, lean T, yeah. I, I, I think I would say that um you know, I don't think people are selling them low. I think the owners are very bullish. So I don't think you can really get them super low. But if you're 100% believing in them regardless, wide receiver, you know, top five, then it's like, whatever, just pay whatever you need to get them. Yeah. I mean, it's Zay Jones could be out this week, and it's a, a smash matchup against Houston with Derek Stingley out. He's on IR now. So, um yeah, I, I mean, if you can make a trade to the Calvin Ridley owner, he's coming off a zero-point game. I, last year, offered uh, a 
something for Devontae Adams after a one-point game and uh, ended up getting him on my team and getting getting into the playoffs that way. But um, Wild. <laughs> Never forget. Yeah. I think if you follow Keaton Rush's philosophy of trades here and just make an offer um, – you you might you might get a nibble because he's coming off a zero point game. Got to ask some questions. Got to ask some questions. Go ahead, Braden. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I didn't mean. To, I was just saying that people tilt so much more than you think, and I'm you know I always think of I'm you know more level headed, but sometimes people just see that zero points and they go crazy and it just burns them so bad. Yeah, I, I mean, speaking of the if if you don't mind, Zach. Um, the, the owners that might be panicking given the situation. Yeah, you're uh, going to. I have two. I have two guys in this situation, but uh, Jamar Chase is a, a panic button candidate right now for some owners, I'm sure. Um, I personally am okay with him. It's okay scoring five points a game when you have Tyreek Hill as well. But uh, I mean, this is where you're, this is a buy low market, and this guy is still a top receiver in the league. I don't think you have to trade Justin Jefferson to go get him right now. And you can go get him for a third or fourth round receiver. If, if somebody's really in a, in a pickle. Keaton, I was going to offer you a trade for Jamar yesterday. And I, I decided I'd wait until live on the pod to discuss it with you. Brian Robinson and DK Metcalf for Ooh. Jamar chase. It's interesting. It is interesting, but I'm, so confident in his ability to score this year. <laughs> um, I'm probably out on that. I think I can have weeks with him and Tyreek that they go for 50 combined pretty easily. I think just having Tyreek um, absolutely means that you keep Jamar Chase. Um, if, if Jamar Chase is your wide receiver too, and yeah. you could potentially get the weeks where they both are unreal and unworldly in the same week, you can get you can get eighty points from two players, two now, receivers. To be fair, Brian Robinson would be the best running back on on your roster, Keaton. You're, you've got Joe Mixon, Javante Williams, and DeAndre Swift. Like that's not a strong running back core. Um, Brian Robinson doesn't really help that level. He just had two. He just had some good games. So I mean, we need to prove that out a little bit further. Um, I, I, yeah, I'm good. (laughs) I would pass on that. I've got, I've got a lot of faith in Javante Williams. I think he's going to have a decent year. He's got good touches. I think Joe Mixon's part of one of the best offenses in the league. Um, he'll get touches in the, in the red zone. That just doesn't make a lot of sense to me. And DK Metcalf so sporadic, um, although he does score. So that's helpful. I think DK is one of the most consistent guaranteed double digit points every week kind of guys. I agree, but he's a seven. He's a seven target a game type of guy. He gets in three of those targets are are fades in the back of the end zone. So if he doesn't catch one of those, he has low weeks. And if he does catch those, he has very consistent weeks. Um, but then that takes away from those other. Like he has four other chances to really take off, which is is a challenge. And he's still there, wide receiver one. So he gets always the best matchups from a corner perspective. Yeah, I I knew that this trade talk would uh, would go this way. You would you would not want to be in on the offer because it's not a massive win for you. You know, it might be a win for you, but it, it might be a loss for you. And those are trades that Keaton Rush is not willing to make. He's only willing to make trades where he's not going to get burned in the end. He's going to, He's gonna have that that winning side. I think. Sure. I think. I think in this scenario, that's fair because I think he's pointing out ways that you could lose on Metcalf and 
Robinson. I don't oh, yeah. think you I don't think you can lose on Jamar Chase. You probably saw two of his worst three, four weeks of the season, and he's gonna be dominant the rest of the year. Or, I mean, as long as Joe Burrow is healthy and he's healthy. Yeah. I mean you have the sure. you have the number two overall pick in a lot of leagues. As I someone mean, who has he... a weight in, I would say that I would I'd hold as well. I'd hold on to Jamar Chase personally. I think all four of us prefer the chase side here. (laughs) (laughs) And, and and, I mean, if we really, if, I mean, not to, not to get into the drama of it all, but if we think about last year, right, where Jamar Chase got traded to me and the, the the madness that ensued, this was a similar situation though, of a team that was struggling and needed, just literally needed players to play. Like it wasn't, there was no chance with the guys that were out there in the, in Jamar Chase only scoring five points. So it, it made again. I'm not saying it made. I'm not saying I would personally have done that, but I'm saying this is where people panic in some cases, and you can try and take advantage of them. Exactly. If if you were zero and two instead of two and zero, it completely changes the conversation. Changes the whole dynamic. Exactly. All right. Was there any other trade talk, guys, that we wanted to to discuss here? I, I see three names. I don't know. We could just really quick touch on them, but George Kittle, Roshan Johnson, and Alexander Madison. Three kind yeah. of way different guys that like I don't know how I feel on all three of those, but um, I I can speak up quickly on Kittle. Um, I added yeah. him on there because I just think you know a lot of people are in this tight end roulette, and while Kittle, you know, he can produce just like a lot of tight ends and do like two points. The thing with him is that you know that he has a weekly chance to literally be a week winner, and I think right now people have been burned by him a lot and are thinking why not go into the roulette and can get an extra piece. So I think he's just a great buy low right now in general. I mean, it's halftime and he has three points. So <laughs> this, oh, this is sure. how he's. He, this is how he does it sometimes, though. And then he has those. He had that run last year where he had yep. six, seven touchdowns in eight games, and it's just like, okay, this guy can be great. He drove my team to the championship in the second half, so it's it's worth that league winning potential. You know, if you're if the difference is between a waiver wire roulette and giving up, a, you know, a bench wide receiver to get them, it's it's totally worth it, in my opinion. All right, Braden or uh, no, sorry, Keaton. Uh, I think you had a buy low target, Roshan Johnson. Yeah, and I, th- I think I think the Bears' offense has shown it's it's just sputtering right now. Um, I think they're going to get back to running the ball here pretty strong. And and Khalil Herbert's got some upside, but he's definitely more of a backup to be honest. So I think Roshan Johnson just has big time potential and could be the starter there. Um, you know, starting week six or seven as we as we look ahead. Yeah, sky's the limit for him. My guy is my actual my guy for the year. It's Alexander Madison. I did bring I, I highlighted his name before the Cam Akers trade, but I don't think that affects him one bit because Cam Akers is hot trash. Um, the Vikings are gonna lose that trade. Trade and swapping sixth rounders and seventh rounders three years out and the whatnot. But I, I still think Alexander Madison, he's had the toughest part of his schedule. He's he's got a lot of good matchups for the next four weeks or so um and i I definitely see him bouncing back with double digit points for the next four weeks um (laughs) said the vikings fan (laughs) it's 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 just what happens with vikings running backs i mean dalvin cook last year he got 12 points a week and it was ugly and then he got an 18 yeah i'm I'm not i'm not huge on Alexander Madison, but like there is, there is a path towards that. I mean, there is going to be a Vikings running back that does decent in fantasy this year. Betting odds right now have to be Alexander Madison because he's the one who's been there. 
and and we don't know what Cam the Cam Akers trade was for. We barely gave anything. We gave, we swapped a sixth for a seventh rounder for Cam Akers. We paid nothing. So, but but he could take over the backfield. So we'll we'll see what happens. Yeah. Any, I'm not any massive, other chime ins there? I'm not a massive Madison believer. I'm not. I've been. He's been a do not draft for me. Um, but I do think that this week he'll be good because Cam Akers. I, don't, I doubt that they'll give him much run. You know, on a short week, just coming in. Um, but I do worry about a timeshare from there on out. All right. Enough on that. Let's get into it. Our Stone Cold Picks of the Week. Um, this is a, a start that we pick outside the top 12 at their position. A sit this week, kind of a top 10 to 20 guy. And then a sleeper pick outside the top 25 at their position. <clears throat> Garrett, you want to hit us off this week with your start of the week? Go on, Mike Williams. He's at Minnesota. I mean, Justin Herbert, it looks like he's back. And the ball's spread around in that offense. You saw Keenan get two touchdowns last week. That can happen to Mike any given week, too. So um, I, I think he's a, a, a safe floor, but very high potential uh, guy here. So it's my start. All right, Braden. Yeah, um, well, I didn't know he was limited in practice when I put this down, but so hopefully he goes. I think he'll go since last week he went with the groin injury, but I went with Amari Cooper against Tennessee. Look, I'm don't get me wrong. I don't, I'm not a huge believer in the Browns offense this year overall. I think Watson might just be what he is now. We'll see. But Tennessee's a pass funnel offense or defense, sorry. Um, they've been absolutely killer against the run. I think they're going to force Watson to have to throw. It's Amari at home. The Tennessee secondary is not very good. So I think he's just going to get fed and he's going to have a great game as long as he plays. All right. And Keaton. Yeah, I got uh, I got T. Higgins. Um, basically hoping that he repeats as much as I am wishing for Jamar Chase to, to break out finally here this season. Um, T. Higgins is getting a lot of love, and he's getting a lot of love in the red zone. So I've got good faith on him scoring a touchdown here this week against the Rams, ranked wide receiver 18. Um, and again, I think the Cincinnati Bengals are going to hang 30 on their head. It's about time. My guy... It is the league winner himself, Puka <laughs> Nakua, LA Rams wide receiver. <clears throat> he uh, he's he's in that same matchup against Cincinnati, and it's going to be a shootout. And Puka's going to get 15 plus targets again. And uh, I mean, I, I I just another smash play. My pick last week, Keenan Allen, number one wide receiver. This week, Puka Nakua, number one wide receiver. Uh, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to bet on that one. Like I, I did earlier. <laughs> um, all right, Garrett, who's, who's your sit this week? It's uh, tough putting him down here after such a good start to the season, but Mike Williams, I think that that Philly defense is just going to harass Baker. Um, they're uh, yeah. I just, I don't like that matchup at all. I think the first two matchups have not been super difficult and it's only going to get harder here. And he's number one. I think he's going to be Darius Slay will be on quite a bit and you're going to see the dip. All right. Braden, you're sit this week. I'm going with Deandre Swift. Um, look, it was a great matchup and also props to Garrett. I got to say we were totally wrong in the penny take Deandre Swift had an amazing game. Um, it was awesome. I do think, barring you know certain injuries, I do think that's going to be his best game of the season. I think he completely ate up the Vikings' defense, so did the line, and it was great. 
Um, but I do think, you know, there was a mix of some special things where Boston Scott got hurt. Um, you know, obviously Gainwell wasn't there, things like that. So, you know, I think he's just not going to get the same workload and not going to get the same matchup against such a great defense. The Bucks are pretty tough. So um, I just think that, you know, his value is a little inflated at the moment. Wow, coming off a monster week. <laughs> 170 yards. That's that's something. I went right. for it, you guys. Scaremer uh, don't make no money. Keaton, are you sticking with the same matchup with your sit of the week? Yeah. Um, I guess we're all just thinking about the, the Eagles here, but I'm on the Tampa Bay side sitting Rashad White. Um, Eagles defense has been really solid, and I think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers need to turn back into a pumpkin here fairly soon. Um, he's got I got him ranked at he's ranked at RB twenty right now. Uh, it's just a bad matchup for him all the all around. And then we already talked about it, but Jerome Ford is the other one that's just this darling of fantasy right now. And Tennessee's defense is gonna is gonna lock that up. Yeah, both tough starts this week. I'm sticking with former Eagles running back, Miles <laughs> Sanders at Seattle this week. <laughs> um, Bryce Young, uh, he's likely out this week. Um, it's all but confirmed. And so you'd think they'd lean on the run more. I think Seattle knows that. And Sanders is going to continue his single-digit uh, streak to start the year. Garrett, hit us with your sleeper. Talked about him, talked about him a lot. He's ranked criminally, criminally low. I can't speak. Low. It's Nico Collins. Somehow he's ranked wide receiver 26. Has no business being there. He's he's a he's a borderline wide receiver one. Put him in your lineups. Bang. Enough said. Braden, who's your sleeper this week? I already talked about him earlier. I'm going to stick with him because I think it's going to be great this week. Uh, Craig Reynolds, I think he's, like I said, going to be David Montgomery light. So I think his ranking is very low for the work he's going to get. So I think he'll do just fine. I feel like later in the munchies, I'm going to have to just wallow in pain and my um, my sadness that David Montgomery went down. Um, and <laughs> Jalen Waddles probably out this week. And my team's just looking really banged up. But sorry, Keaton, hit us with your <laughs> sleeper. Uh, yeah, I've got, uh, I've got, I've got a tough decision here in, uh, in give me some league because I've got Drake London down as wide receiver 32 against Detroit. Um, he went from zero points to 15. I mean, it looked, he looked pretty damn good against a really good Packers defense. So I, I've got him tearing up the NFC North here one more time this week and it's him or Swift. I mean, can I get some advice from the group here? I mean, one guy has a sit, one guy's got a sleeper. You got to go with the sleeper. That's really I'm tough, t- man. But I'm playing against a guy that has DeAndre Swift as a sit. Maybe he's trying <laughs> to fool me. Oh, this could be a, a, a double mind game here. Dude, let's split that pie. I got Kyle Pitts. We'll just split those 10 pass attempts between London and Pitts, <laughs> and we'll see who wins. Tampa, Tampa Bay's run defense sounds like pretty good. I mean, it is the Eagles, though. I'd probably lean Swift. If Gainwell um, plays, I probably wouldn't play Swift personally, but if he doesn't play, it's, it'll be interesting. I, I lean London think, sorry, here. I think they here. will pass for more than 10 times against Detroit. Um, and that's all London needs is 11 pass attempts or more to have a good week. So, Yeah, I like, I like this best ball strategy, just all – pass catchers from Atlanta, not named Bijan. Um, <laughs> just combined score. There we go. To, to get you to get you a max of eleven and a half. 
All right. Um, we also do a random pick of the week. And uh, last week we were two for three. And the week before, like two for three. It's crazy. We've been good at these. I want to know uh, what QB is going to throw two or more interceptions this week. Garrett? I went the, with the game currently on and went Daniel Jones. I think he has zero at half, but they're down. So I'm still Perfect. pretty confident. Braden? Uh, I went with Justin Fields just because I think he, they're going to throw a ton more and it might just not be very good. All right. Keaton? Zach Wilson is horrible, and I took him <laughs> over Jalen Hurts in fantasy in Dynasty. Um, but he's going against the, the one and only Bill Belichick. Um, it's time for him to, to really show how terrible he is. I stuck with the trash QB uh, line, and I went with Ryan Tannehill at Cleveland. Bad matchup, bad weather. Two-plus picks coming their way. All right. Um, we're getting pretty close to the end here, boys, but obviously we've got to do our dank flex plays. This is a rapid fire. We go through each matchup and pick a guy that uh, that we like to score more than the other guy in this matchup, kind of uh, a potential flex option depending on your league. Are you boys ready to, to run through these? Yep. All right. Ooh. Well, we'll all answer the same game. Uh, Garrett, you're going first. Chargers at Vikings. Mike Williams or Alexander Madison? <laughs> Mike Williams. Oh, boy. <laughs> Braden? It's actually a little tougher than I think. Uh, I'm going to go Madison on this one. Keaton? Oh, my gosh. I've been talking bad about Madison, too, so it's hard. But I got to go Madison in this matchup. Wow. I'm going Madison, too. I'm, I'm going to beat all three, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Next matchup. Bills at Commanders. James Cook or Brian Robinson? Garrett? I got to go with the touchdown upside, Brian Robinson. Braden? Oh, I I think I think I'll go Brian Robinson, too. Keaton? Brian Robinson. I'm James Cook for sure. He's on the cusp of breaking out. And I'm a Brian Robinson owner in Stan. Um, Steelers at Raiders. George Pickens or Josh Jacobs? George Pickens. That Steelers defense is good. All right. Braden? I'm going to go with Josh Jacobs on a get right game. Okay. Keaton? Yep. I'm I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to follow suit with, with Braden there. I'm going to go Josh Jacobs. I think uh, the Raiders pass defense is actually okay. Yeah, I think the Raiders' defense in general is is I don't know, fine, but I, I'm leaning Pickens here. Um, then we've got Eagles at Bucks Monday Night Football. DeAndre Swift or Chris Godwin? I, I gotta go Swift. Braden? Oh, sucks. Um, I'm gonna go Godwin just because of the pressure. I think they'll have to throw it to the slot. Okay, Keaton. Yeah, I, I'm. <sighs> I mean, I hate picking against my guys, but I'm going to go Godwin. I, the Eagles' corner situation is is a little in flux right now, so I think Chris Godwin could could expose there. Yeah, after watching Thursday night, I got to go Godwin. Um, I think that the the Eagles secondary is a little sus, and, and Godwin hasn't got a touchdown yet this year. Um, and the last matchup, doubleheader on Monday night, terrible two weeks in a row. Um, but tell me, Puka Nakua or Jamar Chase? Oh. <laughs> That's the best week we've ever done, guys. <laughs> These matchups are incredible. They are. They're really good. Uh, it's been Puka two weeks this year. I'm going Puka. 
I think I'm gonna go Puka here too. I think Jake Browning <laughs> might be playing. So yeah, I'm gonna go Puka. Um, I think you guys are crazy. <laughs> I'm gonna go Jamar <laughs> Chase now. I I do caveat that if Joe Burrow does not play for some reason, then that obviously changes. Yeah, I mean Puka's obviously gonna have more targets than Jamar, and for that reason alone. <sighs> I'm Team Puka. <laughs> Crazy. This is where we've come to. <laughs> Two weeks in. <laughs> wow. Oh my gosh. Man, that is that was fun. These matchups were like interesting picks. Um, that was very tight. That was a good good choices. Yeah, I I can't wait to see how this week goes. Uh, Vikings bounce back and make the Super Bowl, or Vikings go zero and three and tank to. Uh, to get the quarterback. Mm. <laughs> Which one would you rather be in? Um, I mean, I would rather win the Super Bowl this year, but that's not happening. So I'm definitely team tank. I'm not team tank. Um, and either is the, either is the front office. So Obviously. Um, yeah, the, uh, the Wilfs. I'm, I'm, I'm going, I mean, <laughs> we win this week and we can be in the division lead. So <laughs> we're, as long as you get hot at the right time, a little bit later on in the season, we're totally fine. Yeah, no, I, I think we, if we can actually put it all together, we have top end upside. Cause I think the defense looks a lot better to, despite the scores. I really think that they've been strong and the offense just needs to get it together. If they can get it together, we could really be top end, but do I think we're actually going to do it? I don't think we're actually going to pull it all together, unfortunately. Yeah, without seven turnovers in two games, we could be 2-0. and um, But, you know, the defenses we played are good, and we're going to turn it over, and we turned it over too much. But if, if they can protect the ball, obviously they can go out and win the North or one game back. Um, but I just don't see the Super Bowl upside this year. We've been rolling our tires on Kirk for six years now with one playoff win. Um, this is NFL passing leader and touchdown leader, Kirk Cousins. Yeah, the number one quarterback <laughs> in fantasy football, Kirk Cousins. He definitely wasn't the problem last week, I'll say that much. But. I mean, he had a problem with the one fumble that he had, which was horrible for That's us, true. badly timed. But yes, that was if that was the only turnover last week, we would have won that game. For sure, but... Wait, who did they lose to last week? I don't remember. <laughs> I'm like a goldfish. <laughs> Speaking of goldfish, guys, it's time for <laughs> the munchies. All right, this week on the munchies, I think we have a couple different <laughs> snacks of the same flavor. It's the Takis Intense Nacho, non-spicy uh, yeah, snack. So, so we were supposed to get the wavy Brayden and we just couldn't find them. So it, we, we got the, the normal rolled up one. As long as it's a flavor, I think that's what matters, truly. Yeah, so Brayden's got it in like what looks like a ruffle potato chip. We've got it in the classic uh, Taki, like curled up crispy straw. And, you know, I'd much rather have the wavy. If I'm I agree, a wavy, a wavy chip is top tier, but wait, 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 hopefully... <laughs> You guys already know, Wavy Lays, number one. Wavy Takis could easily be number two, but I'm curious to try these. I'll tell you guys, we meet our mics. Should we meet our mics while we're we're trying these? Why not? Let's do it. All right, let's dig in. Initial reaction, positive. Agreed, very positive. Yeah, this is super positive. I might like these more than the original Takis. 
only for the fact that I do not like how lime forward Takis are. Um, this is very cheesy and mild, and I like it. I'm kind of regretting we didn't get the spicy ones. I feel like I need a little heat with these. Adding a little bit of heat to these would be a game changer. Understandable, yeah. You guys, I'm not going to lie. So I was expecting this to be kind of like wavy versions of like the taquito style, but it's legit like potato chips. And they kind of taste like a better version of cheddar and sour cream ruffles. I'm not going to lie. Wow. That's high praise. I mean, I can see where you're getting the, the flavor profile from when we I eat these, but I I think more of nacho cheese Doritos when I eat these. And I think that's the difference between the potato chip, because it's actually like legit potato chip versus like oh, the taquito, like corn rolled. I think that's what the difference is. So it actually is kind of different. Yeah, it's definitely different. Uh, Garrett is spot on. These these taki rolled up curls are like a, a nacho cheese Dorito. Um, very similar. Like it could use a little bit more kick, a little bit more heat or punch in the face. But this is delicious. Yeah, I think they, they kind of taste – actually, I think it's the uh... – like the spicy, the spicy ch- cheese Dorito. You know what I'm talking about? The red yeah. This, if they have a spicy yeah, nacho, spicy nacho. It, it's the spicy nacho flavor without the spice. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a little bit different than the cheddar. Yeah. Pretty good. I'm happy with this. I like that they're rolled up like this. Makes you feel like you're not such a shithead for eating so many of them. <laughs> exactly. All right. I need people's scores. Um, who's ready to to give me a score on a scale of one to ten? I think I can go. Um, okay, I take it back a little bit. I think I prefer cheddar, Ruffles cheddar sour cream over these, but it does remind me of it if you want a little different taste. So I will say, mm, I go like an 8.4. I think it's a really solid chip. That's a, that's a good chip. I would eat that as a chip. I'm going to be looking for that, that wavy style. Uh, Garrett, do you have a score? Yeah, I think so. Um, I'm going to go with an... 8.2 um it, it's it's a good snack um i like them i do think it is missing the spice i do think it'd be better on the wavy chip but it sounds like they're different anyway um 8.2 okay keaton yeah i i just think it's missing something if i'm being honest so um i'm gonna go with a seven a seven seven two and that means no offense to the Takis. It's just more of a, I think it's a standard chip. You're not mad if you're eating it. You're also not thrilled that you're eating it because they could be better. I think you're spot yeah. on. I was I was leaning that low seven range as well. Um, you know, it's it's more than good, but it's not spectacular. It's it, you, you could always have a better option than this. So um, I don't know. Uh, I'll go maybe a, a seven one. And, I mean, the uh, more I listen to you guys, I think you guys are spot on also. I'm not going to change my ranking, but this, no, this definitely deserves to be in the sevens. And that's that's our average score, 7.7. I think everyone's happy with that. Um, I I mean, I would. last question. Would you guys eat an entire bag in a sitting if you're just lost on the couch for a night? Well, I think we'd have a harder time finding a bag of chips I couldn't eat in a night. Great point. Great right. point. <laughs> right. Um, I, I would. I would say yes. I suppose. Um, yeah. Maybe, yeah. Maybe we reframe the question. You're gonna eat a bag of chips tonight. You walk into the store. 
does this even make the top three chips that you have in your cart? There's no chance, no. But we're stuck with these bags, and <laughs> when Saturday night rolls around and I'm looking at these, I'm going to finish that bag. I'm probably going to, yeah, sure. I could. I well, will say, wasted serving kids in Africa. <laughs> exactly. I will say the wavy chips also. These, yeah, these are a 100% eat them all slam dunk. All yeah. right, Braden. I don't know why you keep flexing on us with your Denver <laughs> chips. Yeah, they- I don't know. You guys might be better. Who knows? We'll see. You got to try it. Well, that's all we got tonight. Um, my boy Christian McCaffrey showed out for the third straight week. Love to see it. Um, we're all playing each other in fantasy this week. So, I mean, I guess good luck and bad luck to all of you. <laughs> I'd be more <laughs> real. Zach, I'd be... Uh... I'd be. I'd bet to if Christian McCaffrey plays, it's a good week every week. <laughs> unless, there's yeah. inju- unless there's an injury, Christian McCaffrey is getting you over fifteen. That's why I chose the number two pick in- instead of the number one pick, and I went with McCaffrey over Jefferson. Just if he's healthy for the full season, it's he's the number one player. He now has a twelve-game touchdown streak as well, I believe. Dang! Isn't isn't Tyreek the number one player in fantasy right now? Obviously, he is Keaton. Okay, we don't need to hear about your beautiful team every year. Did he go two or three? I think he went four. I I knew I I was sitting there. Sorry, we haven't had a chance to talk about it, but I was sitting there and I'm like, I'm like, whoever's going, somebody's going to take Kelsey at three. When you when I knew I had the chance at four, I was like, they're going to take Kelsey at three, one hundred percent. And then, sure enough. And so, I knew it. So Keaton, I'll say 2000. that that killed me, man. Because I uh, I had the pick before you to pick the draft order, and I got you know I got thought I was being smart, and I picked a pick behind because I thought Tyreek for sure would be gone before that pick. Like before, I thought it would be Kelsey and Bijan, and I didn't want Kelsey, so I moved back one. Turns out I got screwed on <laughs> on Tyreek, and then I got screwed on the back end and get Olave as my first wideout. So I don't mm. I don't think that any of us have anything to worry about. You got Bijan. I love Bijan. Keaton, Keaton's got Tyreek. I got CMC and Garrett's got Puka. Got Puka. <laughs> there you go. We've all got a great chance to be the four teams that make the playoffs this year. Let's go, um, boys. So good luck to the rest of the season. Thanks for hanging out tonight. And uh until next time. Uh, later dudes. Later dudes. Later. Later.